0: Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, Brittany. So I'm really excited to do this episode with you because I know you and I both have um, strong thoughts. And honestly, my thoughts are ever changing as time goes on. And I know Connor has strong thoughts. Um, In fact, I think you're probably on one end, Connor's on the other, and I'm somewhere in the middle right now. (laughs) On that issue, it's chat GPT. Should we fear chat GPT? So we've mentioned it before, what this is, but we haven't actually like dived into it in in an entire episode. So I want to do that today. Um, And yeah, I think it's going to be a really interesting conversation. So we've talked a lot, both in the Tuttle Twins, like newsletters and on here about artificial intelligence. And that's Mm -hmm. something that has just been progressing so quickly, but I feel like since the invention of Chat GPT, it's gone from zero to 100 even yeah. after. So Chat GPT is something, it's almost like Google where it's like, okay, you can type in a question and it will in like less than a second come back with all these answers. But it's not just like that, right? It doesn't just search the internet to give you, you know, search results. It can actually write things for you. And mm-hmm. that's where it gets kind of scary. So like I typed in, um Connor actually showed me this. Connor said like write a poem about liberty from like a like a revolutionary war perspective or something like that. And it like wrote this poem and I was like I don't like it. like this is this can't be real. And so then I played around with it and I was I gave it like a complex economic term and I said, you know, write a 500 word story about this. I I tried to have it write jokes for me. It's not funny, so I think we're safe. There. <laughs> Um, You could say, write a fictional story about a, you know, a princess and a whatever, and it will, it will do it. And it's not even that it does it, it will do it. Like, I feel like even saying a second is too long because I feel like it does it even quicker than that. And I mean, it's, it's crazy because let's say you had to write a report for school, you know, like this, this could now, like, you could say like, don't do this because I will get you in trouble. It should be like, I heard a podcast (laughs) and. She told me to do it. You could say, like, write an article about the Constitution, like it was written about a th- or by a third grader, and, like, it would have it ready for you in, in so quick. So yeah. it's impressive, but I do want to say before we get into whether we like it or not, but it's not perfect. Um, I know that I do a lot of legal writing, and so there's some newer, like, legal precedents. A precedent is, like, when a new standard or principle gets set because a case goes to court. And like in the case, they'll be like, okay, we argued this thing. Now this thing is like law. And then that becomes something new in the legal spectrum. But it's, if something is new enough, like it was wrong. So, um so that's, that's something to, uh to keep in mind too, that it's not perfect. But the craziest thing is that it got real good, real fast. So like the one that I used two months ago has already improved like a million times it is so Mm -hmm. played around with chat gpt4
1: yet no i have um so we did the tuttle twins magazine i think this was the february issue which we talked about chat gpt and so what it's end of april now that we're recording this so that's been you know two and a half months and um i haven't really done much with chat gpt since february (laughs) I think I kind of separated myself from it a little bit, but from what I've seen and read, yeah, it's changed already so much, so fast.
0: It's just, it is so crazy to me. Yeah. Um, but it's, so I don't know if you heard about this the other day, but a lady, she went to the doctor with some weird uh, thing and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. And so the doctor put in all the symptoms and Chad, GPT. Oh wow. found the diagnosis that the doctors couldn't find. Because what ChatGPT does is it like crawls around the entire internet. And so it doesn't have original thoughts, right? It is a robot. It's AI. But what it can do is it can take pieces from all these different sources in the internet and put them together and spit out this original work. And so what it did with with the medical diagnosis is it took all these different scenarios or all these different instances from all over, and, and looked at all that and then decided like, oh, this is what this lady has. And it, you know, may have saved her life and that's great. But I think there are some scary things about it. Now, writers are scared of it. I think that makes sense, right? Because we're all scared that we're going to be replaced (laughs) very quickly. (laughs) And and that is a little bit scary. And of course, I always have to combat that with, you know, Connor and I've talked a lot about, um, Henry Hazlitt and he wrote the curse of the machinery and, about how we should really embrace technology because it's scary at first and then everything, it actually makes our life better and balances it out. And, and I do generally believe that, but it does scare me at just how good this is getting so quickly. And I'm kind of not sure how I feel about it. So Ronnie, I'm going to kind of hand it to you because I know you've had oh, awesome. reservations
1: about it for sure. Yes. I am uh, rubbing my hands right now because I'm excited <laughs> to talk about this, but yes. So when I first found out about chat GPT, I think, um, Because Connor had mentioned it to me just like as he showed it to you. And it was presented in this way. This is an amazing thing. It's going to help you with writing. It's going to help you come up with ideas. But for some reason, my brain, the first thing that I thought of is I was a little bit standoffish, as I tend to be with anything new because I like to think about it and process it first. But for me, the scariest part about it was... I don't know where the inputs are coming. Now you can say, "Oh, it analyzes all the information on the internet." Okay, great. How do I know that it truly is analyzing all the information out there, or is it only picking and choosing certain websites that it deems, you know, um, appropriate? You know, and how do we know what are they going to choose? What websites? What voices are able to be? assimilated into this whole artificial intelligence and use. It's similar to Google, say. So in Google, but it's similar but different to Google. So in Google or any search engine, when you type in the search term that you're looking for, the algorithm of Google or Brave Browser or whatever you're using will, um, you know, display results depending on what it determined you want to see now at one point i know that google kind of got into trouble because it was shown that they were boosting certain websites and their search engine or their search results um you know they were only boosting the results that fit the narrative they wanted people to know about but at least with search engines you can go and see different websites and you can click on different websites and then you can get the different opinions and you know who is speaking. You know if you go to this magazine that you are getting that magazine's opinion. If you go to this blog post, you're getting that blog post writer's opinion. So at least I feel like it's slightly, I don't know if safer is the right word, but at least you understand who is giving you the information. Now, Google might tell you what is present what present in front of you what they want, but as far as the individual reference points, you can look at that. With ChatGPT, you can't. You do not know where this bot is getting its information from. They do not give you a source of site like a list of citations at the end to say, we pulled from these things. Now, you had mentioned that person who had typed in their, her symptoms and that it pulled up, um, you know, uh, what her her issue was. And I think that's really super awesome. But you know what I would have loved to have seen? I would have loved to have seen some type of citation of, oh, we got it from this medical journal. We got it from this doctor's website online. So, so I'm going
0: to real quick. So it wasn't yeah. that. That was a thing. Is it actually considered different? Like it wasn't one place that said it's this. It like pulled from different like Reddit threads, like all these stuff of what people thought it could be. And so Did it link were, to those
1: though? No, didn't link though. Didn't do citations. But see, to me, I think that would change the game. Well, at least me, I think that would make a big difference because if I knew... I mean, it's like when you're a kid and you're learning how to write research papers, you learn that you have to um, you know, have a citation for everything that you got your information from. And so chat GPT does not do that. And for me, I feel like that's the, the danger in it. Not that it's new technology because new technology can be great and beneficial. But to me, the not knowing where the information is coming from is what's scary to me.
0: Yeah, no, I, and I think you're absolutely right. And that's... Um... I mean, I probably am a little bit more trusting of it just pulling pulling from everywhere. What I don't like about it is it's biased. So, like, the thing that people always forget is computers are, are only as good as their programmers, right? So, like, I know that there's certain things. I'm not saying that you should be asking it to write racist things or hateful things. But there are things that, like, if you say, say, write this, and it's something like race, it'll say, like, I can't do that. That's bad. And obviously, those things are abhorrent. But it bothers me that somebody has – some human has put in there that like certain things are bad and certain things are good and that makes mm-hmm. me think that there's a bias and that makes me really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm also – I think it's just a little scary because we don't know what it's capable of yet. Now, that being said, and I'm curious to know your thought on this, there's people now petitioning the government saying that they should put a stop to – that they should interfere, or interfere and put a stop to chat GPT-4 until we know – the full potential of it and the harms it could do. And obviously as somebody who does not believe in government intervention, that I don't like that either. But at the same time, I understand the fears around it. So I'm
1: curious to know, Ronnie, what you think. I think that's a really good question. And maybe um, are we at a place where we are worried that something like chat GPT or another kind of artificial intelligence would be able to make grand decisions for us as and would they be able to decide to change the power grid would they be like to shut off the power grid would they would chat gpt ever be able to um i don't know um you know do these huge things that would affect our our actual lives and i don't think we're at that point i'm thinking of the old movie war games do you remember that get that yes i have (laughs) Um, but it reminds me of that, where it was like a computer game, but it actually was like a real game and it was starting a nuclear war. So, if we're at a place where our artificial intelligence actually has the capability of somehow controlling that, well, then yes, I'm afraid and I do think that there should be regulations on that. But as far as I know, we're not at that place. But I don't mean, I don't know, maybe <laughs> behind the scenes there's that capability. But right now, no, I don't think that we should have any type of government regulations on it. And it should be just one of those things where the best we can do is educate people and educate people, um, of the possible, uh, I don't know if danger is the right word, maybe danger, but the possible limitations of, or how it, um, affects us, like how it affects writers, how it affects creativity. Um, and maybe just do a better education campaign for that. I don't mm. know.
0: Well, you know, my big thing as far as people being scared and maybe I am too optimistic. I just, and I've said this when we've talked about AI art and all that stuff, I just don't think – I think there's certain human elements that make things like art and writing so good. Like I, I think it's hard that that a computer would be able to get like the the human feelings and mm-hmm. across, even though it's pretty good. Like I'm not going to lie. Chad GPT is pretty good. But I am hopeful that it's never going to replace humans. I hope I'm right. I think this is one of those things like you said we just don't know a lot yet. Yeah. So – but it's crazy to me that it feels like in the last six months this has really gone from – from nothing to everything. So something to to keep an eye on. I think it's something to talk about, you know, with with your family and just see what you think about it. And it is fun to play around with. I highly recommend that because it's crazy just to see how advanced it is, but we will leave it at that. All right, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, we will talk to you soon. All right, see you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out
1: TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.